Welcome to the SolarView podcast from Baywa RE Solar Systems. I'm Tom Miller, editor of SolarView magazine, and today I'm joined by Dave Fazioli. He's the senior manager and head of U.S. distribution for LG's solar business. Thanks for joining me today, Dave. Did I get your title right? You did, and uh, thanks for having me, Tom. Yeah, great. So I saw you briefly at our Inner Solar Customer Lounge last month. I'm just wondering, you know, how did the exhibition go for you? Any interesting takeaways you can share with us? Uh, sure. Inner Solar was a good event. It was my, I guess, fifth or sixth time at the show. I mean, one thing it was surprising to me, I feel like it is getting smaller every year. So it's really turned into kind of a California-only show, which I actually think is a good thing because it just means that other regional shows are popping up throughout the country. You attended one in Boston earlier this year and the Southeast and other places. So I think it speaks to how solar is really becoming a viable option in, in a lot more markets than just California. But uh, InterSolar itself was good. Got to, to meet with a lot, of, a lot of customers and hear a lot of good feedback and have a lot of good discussions. So it was a good, it was a good show, even though it's gotten a little smaller every year. So you're definitely seeing, you're, you're seeing that growth on the ground around the country. Yeah, for sure. I, I think California is certainly an extremely important market for solar. It's, it's a t- kind of a tip of the spear market. But I think what's encouraging is we're seeing states like uh, you know Florida or the Carolinas or Illinois and places in the Northeast. I mean, there's just solar is a, a viable and thriving industry in a lot more states than just California. So uh, for someone who's been in the industry uh, more than six years, that's great to see. Mm-hmm. Great. So I'd like to kick our conversation off and talk a bit about LG products. Uh, Most of our listeners are going to be familiar already with your offerings, but can you give us a quick overview of LG's solar product line, where it's at now, and how you see that developing in the coming months and years? Sure, I'd be happy to. Yeah, so we really uh, focus on producing high-efficiency PV modules for the residential, commercial, and even sometimes utility space. Uh, We really have two product categories. First is our Neon 2 offering. We're currently shipping 335-watt versions of that product with a white back sheet and 320-watt versions with a black back sheet. And then we also have our back contact Neon R product where we are shipping 360-watt modules today. And those are the primary products that we are selling into the residential space. As far as where I see things going, LG continues to kind of push the envelope on R&D and on other things to help increase efficiency as well as power output. So as we go into next year, we anticipate primarily shipping 340-watt Neon 2 modules, um, white back sheet, and going to 370-watt on the Neon R, as well as introducing a black-on-black version of Neon R going into next year as well. So that's where we see our product line going, going forward. Mm-hmm. Can you say anything about where you see storage heading, uh, comments on AC modules, anything like that? Sure, yes. Uh, thank you for bringing that up. So later this year, we will also be launching our own storage product. I think certainly storage has been a topic of conversation for a couple of years now, and we do see it starting to take hold in, 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 so, in a few markets. So we will be launching our own energy storage product later this year, which will incorporate an LG Chem battery. Uh, and then we will do the the software and kind of their own you know, control management as well as an inverter. Uh, and then that will all be wrapped and bundled with one LG warranty. So from a storage standpoint, we're looking forward to bringing a product to market later this year that will, will both have an AC and a DC coupled application. From an AC module standpoint, you know, I think one of the challenges that we need to see play out with the AC module is the, the kind of some of the current tariff legislation in place. And so mm-hmm. uh, we are still believers in the AC module as a as a logical endpoint for for solar. I think it just makes a lot of sense. But 
in the interim, I do think we need to see some of the, 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 the tariff stuff play out, which we think will. But for now, we're focused on continuing to, to talk with our, our partner N, at Enphase, who we currently have a product on the market with, as well as exploring our own AC module potentially as well. Great, yeah. And I want to come back to tariffs a bit later. Um, but along the, the product lines, I know you're offering a new warranty as well. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, thank you. So uh, we've just been encouraged by the, the actual field data and the results that we've seen. So we so earlier this year, we were able to enhance our warranty to what we call kind of a full 25-25-25 warranty. So what that means is the product is now warranted for 25 years on product workmanship, as well as uh, power output. And then last, lastly, we'll, we'll offer a 25-year uh, labor reimbursement in the unlikely event someone needs to go and actually replace a module. And that warranty comes standard out of the box. There's no need to register with us or anything like that. That's a standard warranty right out of the box from LG. And except we were able to, to offer that and enhance that, that offering earlier this year. Great. So this is a more general question. I, I know you've only been with LG since January. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah, but you've been in the market, uh, the solar industry, for over 15 years. So I'm wondering, and I know you're biased here as an employee from LG, but can you give us your perspective on LG's history, their their strengths in this in, in the solar marketplace uh, in the U.S. and globally? Sure. I think um, as you did as you mentioned, I've I've only been with LG. Uh, uh, well, it feels like a short period of time, although it's it's been <laughs> more than eight months. So you know, when I when I was looking across for another opportunity. I certainly went through that kind of thought process and wanted to make sure I understood uh, what a company's commitment to solar was, what their strategy was, and LG to me was just a very logical landing place. So we're, we're part of LG Electronics, which is one of over 60 LG businesses globally. But LG Electronics has a commitment to R&D, to pushing the envelope from a quality uh, and reliability and efficiency, and they've demonstrated that with their appliances and their televisions and other products that are maybe more kind of consumer brands that the consumer traditionally associates the LG brand with. But that DNA has translated uh, to, to LG Solar. Uh, LG Solar has been in solar space for a number of years. They started with R&D many years ago and first launched a product about eight years ago into the U.S. And we've consistently grown our market share year on year. Def just have seen the market respond to, to the efficiency, to the quality, to the bankability. You know, we're part of LG Electronics, as I mentioned. And so, you know, that warranty is not only, you know, not only do we feel like we've offered a superior warranty compared to other products, it's also supported by a company that I think people can trust that will, will be around to honor that warranty over time. So from my perspective, as I was looking across different opportunities in the industry, uh, LG was a, a very logical place for me to, to seek employment. Great. So I want to go back to what you were saying about, you know, you go to a lot of these events uh, nationwide, and I'm sure you meet a lot of contractors and, and talk to uh, a lot of people on the ground in the field. What are some of the topics that are on solar contractors' minds? What are some of the biggest challenges out there facing them, and how are they approaching those challenges? Ooh, great question. So, um, so I would say certainly in the more recent history, a lot of the conversation has been about tariffs and pending legislation and what that does to markets. But even prior to the tariffs, you know, I think one of the biggest challenges installers have is keeping up to date with, with local legislation and regulations and changes, whether that's like I said, tariff related or net metering related. So I think that's one challenge that they have that, I mean, fortunately, they, they live in those local markets and so they, they understand it. But I see that as a kind of an open challenge that, that some installers are facing. Uh, I do think that customer acquisition costs remains uh, just a big, a bigger and bigger piece of an installer's 
um, challenge or burden when they look at the overall kind of cost stack. Um, and so I think anything that an install or a manufacturer can do to help lessen that, you know, it's incumbent on us to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, we recently launched a dealer program earlier, actually earlier this year called LG Pro, mm-hmm. where we are providing some backend marketing assistance and other um, case studies and other just general kind of marketing assistance for installers, allowing them to capitalize and utilize the LG brand and their selling actions, really just anything we can do to help take a small chunk out of that customer acquisition cost. So I think that's a, another topic that people ask us about. Mm-hmm. And have you had any feedback about that program yet? It, it's brand new. It just, just officially went, went live in July, but I would say the initial feedback has, has all been very positive. We've sent out welcome kits to the initial installers that, that, that signed up, and we've gotten some, some positive feedback there. And all in all, like I said, although it's early, I'd say the feedback has generally been very positive. Okay. So I'd like to turn and talk a little bit about a big piece of news from LG. Uh, I think it was in June. Uh, you announced that you're building a new solar module manufacturing plant in Alabama. Can you tell us a bit about the development of that project, why it's important for LG and for solar contractors in the U.S.? Sure. Um, so yes, we did uh, did announce that we will be launching a um, a factory in Alabama. It should be open and online uh, at the start of next year. Spent close to thirty million dollars so far in in developing the property. Uh, we were we were able to utilize an existing LG facility, which will allow us to ramp quickly uh, and start producing product here for the U.S. To me, really, although certainly the tariffs brought that conversation to the forefront, LG had been exploring a U.S. site or a site outside of Korea for some time anyways. And to us, it was really an economic decision. We think we'll be able to to, uh, cost-effectively produce the modules or assemble the modules here in the U.S. And having that much capacity right in this market uh, will allow us to service our customers better. Instead of having to wait at least four weeks for stuff to come in, we'll have ample product available for sale here in the U.S. market. So uh, I think the U.S. residential Market, I think, the, you know, depends on which data source you read, but I think declined for the first time last year, and I think most people are expecting it to be flat-ish this year. So, whereas you may see some companies trying to figure out their commitment to solar, I think LG wanted to really demonstrate that we are committed to the U.S. market by by putting our factory here. And, and to your point, we will have uh, 500 megawatts of capacity up and running at the start of next year. Mm-hmm. Great. So I want to start to wrap up here, but you mentioned tariffs a minute ago, so let's talk a little bit about the tariffs on imported Chinese solar cells and modules. I chatted with our CCO, uh, Daniel Marino, back in July, but can you give us an update on where the tariff landscape is at? Have there been any developments? What do you think its effect will be on the industry in the second half of the year, given what's played out in the last month and a half? You know, what are you seeing, or is it too early? You know, I... I don't know that my crystal ball is any more accurate than anyone else's, sure. but um, you know, I, I think you know. Generally, what I've seen is that prices pretty quickly after the tariff earlier this year returned close to pre-tariff levels. Uh, I think sooner than almost anyone would have anticipated. So I think the first half of this year was unique and challenging, like every other year, I guess you could say. But I think the the, the tariffs last year drove a lot of unnatural buying behavior. I think people stockpiled product. Uh, both distributors and installers, and when prices returned uh, so quickly, you know, it really kind of took the first half of the year to flush out a lot of that safe harbor inventory. And I, I think some of it is probably still out there. I think as we transition to the back half of the year, you know, I don't expect it to have tremendous 
impact uh, on the industry. I think because I think prices have settled back down. It's a modest 5% decrease going into next year. And there are, in addition to LG, a number of other folks exploring or are already using U.S. factories. So all in all, I, I think it drove a lot of unnatural acts at the end of last year, and, the, and that took the first half of this year to kind of flush out. But we're not expecting it to, to have tremendous amount of impact on the, on the industry going into the back half of this year. But time will only ultimately tell. Mm-hmm. Well, one more question that just occurred to me, and it's something that we don't talk about very much because it feels a bit salesy from, from our perspective. But can you describe what a quality distributor can bring to a solar contractor, how that relationship with the distributor plays in with manufacturers like LG? What are the synergies there? What do, what do solar contractors get? What's the benefit? And you know, how do we foster good relationships in the coming years? Sure, that's a great question, and I also I don't know that it needs to be salesy. I think it's at the end of the day, you know, I, di- distributors add real value. So I, I should preface that by saying that prior to coming into the solar industry, I had a number of years in distribution. So mm. you know, I know firsthand the value that that distributors bring. So from my perspective as a manufacturer now, I mean, we have built our go-to-market around distribution. I'm a big believer that companies should stick to their core competencies and, and be really good at what they're what they're good at and 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 use partners for pieces that they're not. And so for us, we've set up our logistics, our order entry, our collections, all of the things that you know make stuff happen every single day, we have built that around distribution and utilizing our partners to make sure they have inventory in the local markets that installers need product in, make sure they can extend ample amounts of credit, make sure they can provide services, whether that's assistance with design, product selection, deliveries. I mean, a a whole host of things that as a manufacturer are just outside of our core competencies. So I think as distributors from a manufacturing standpoint, Mm -hmm. add a tremendous amount of value. From an installer perspective, you know, it's a lot of the same benefits translate. So if I'm an installer, why would I want to carry inventory of, of containers and containers of modules? when I could really go to more of a just-in-time inventory model from a cash flow standpoint by utilizing distributors' local inventory. I think that makes a huge a huge benefit. So I think there's just there are a lot of value that distributors bring, but first and foremost, they're, they're logistical experts. Uh, as a manufacturer, as an installer, you know, I just think developing ex- a level of expertise in logistics just doesn't make sense. I think you should be focused really, you know, focused on being the, either the best installer you can be and driving that sales engine and keeping customer acquisition costs down and, and keeping the crews busy versus trying to build out a level of expertise in warehousing and logistics. And the same thing goes as a manufacturer. I mean, we, want to be, we, want, we want to make the best solar modules possible. We, we don't want to be so great at getting 20 of them delivered to a job site you know, or, or something along those lines. Yeah, I think that's a good message. So those are all my questions. Anything else you want to add? Any, anything on your mind you want to, want to tell our uh, audience? Uh, no, I, I appreciate it. I, I think, number one, thank you for having me on. I, I, it's, yeah, hopefully this message is, is meaningful to, to the folks that will, will listen to it. But no, we covered all of the all of the areas I was hoping we got to. So uh, thanks again for having me. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for taking the time today, Dave. It's been great talking to you. Likewise. Okay. That's it for this edition of the Solar View Podcast. As always, if you enjoyed it, please leave a rating for us on iTunes. It helps other listeners find us and makes a big difference. And visit the Solar View magazine and read all our articles on residential and commercial solar storage, podcasts about building a healthy business, and more. Just Google Baywa Distribution. That's B-A-Y-W-A and Distribution, and you'll find us. Okay, that's it. See you next time.